hello and welcome to this week's episode of the We Are Such a Blessing podcast. My name is Andrew. And I'm Gabriel. Join us every week in our long-standing tradition of drinking wine, talking about nothing, anything, and everything. With all that said, here's the clink. Uh, what are we drinking this week, Gabriel? Ah, uh, this week... This week we're drinking a Cocoban uh, from the vineyard... From just it's just from the vineyards. Oh, the vineyards. Yeah, it's from that's, the vineyards. That's my favorite place. <laughs> you can find it at the vineyards. It's their special dark California. Oh, great! <laughs> nice little red blend here. We don't usually do that. No, we don't. Not a big red blend guy, but you know you got to mix it up now and then. Yeah, you can't just do the same thing every week. That's true. Sometimes it's got to be a little different. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to have shitty wine to appreciate good wine. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> what are, what are the tasting notes on the back? What do we have? Oh yeah, let's see. <laughs> all right what do we got here all right here's everything you love about cocoa bean uh it's dark it's blended to showcase our fruits <laughs> <laughs> everything you love about cocoa bun <laughs> reading's hard man <laughs> it's everything you love about cocoa bun but darker Blending to showcase our fruit's deep, dark richness with aromas of black cherry, blackberry jam, mocha, and vanilla. Oh, my word. Baby girl. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm excited. <laughs> All right, let's go for it. Oh, it's smooth. It is. It's really good. Mm. Mm. What was it? I think 3.9 on Vivino. Yeah. We'll probably say that every week. Yeah. They're probably going to be right around the 3.8 to 4.1 range. That's just yeah. what we go for. Yeah. Usually, we're pretty desperate if we drop below like a 3.5. Yeah. And we've been there. 3.5's trash. You know, we all hit rock bottom yeah. at times. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you just have to open a garbage bottle of wine and drink it. Exactly. Yeah. Now that we've taken a sip of the wine, what are we, what are we smelling tonight? What's the candle? Uh, so for our candle this week, by none other than the Candleberry Company. Oh wow! We have the scent of bourbon mm. Mm, mm. from the Four Roses Distillery. There you go. Mm-hmm. Parents went down there a few weeks ago. Nice, dude. Easily the most underrated bourbon. Agreed. Um, yeah, I really enjoy it. That mm-hmm. their single barrel too is just so so good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Big fan. Some great, had some great small batch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my parents went down there and then my dad brought home, he, big bourbon guy, mm. brought home just a table full of, of bourbon that you can't really find in, in Michigan here. It was pretty funny to see. He sent a picture of it. It's like, <laughs> wow. In the wrong hands, that looks, uh. <laughs> yeah. And this week on We're Such a Blessing, we indulge not only in wine, but a great selection of bourbon from Four Roses Distillery. This is not sponsored content, but Four Roses, if you're listening and you want to sponsor us, (laughs) go on right ahead. (laughs) How's your week been? Oh, great week. Great week. Nothing much happening, you know? played some golf didn't you normal summer activities played some golf yeah, that's a normal summer Had a nice activity round right of golf there. yeah um we went golfing for a twilight deal you know so you kind of mm-hmm. you start at like six and you golf until the sun starts to set yeah yeah um but we were only doing that because we called in for a tea time for like four thirty, 
and the dude's like dude there's no way you get 18 and it's not gonna happen at, at 4 30 yeah yeah at 4 30 he's like you start at 4 30 there's no way you're getting 18 in and we're like dude bet <laughs> so we <laughs> so we're like fine we'll just do we'll just do the twilight we'll just do the twilight starting at six um and then you know naturally we managed starting at six to finish 18 before the sunset D- does he know when the sun sets in the summer i don't know i think my theory is that he's an idiot <laughs> well what is it it's like nine fifteen right now something like that Give later than that is it even yeah 9:30? i think so so then he thought it was gonna take you if my math is correct <laughs> like five hours to yeah. do 18 yep he must have just been thinking about something wrong right? right we weren't even out there for three and a half hours yeah that's just so weird yeah dude i don't get it i mean in in his defense it's a huge course and it's got okay. like a bunch of par fives on it and even the par fours are way too long gotcha so i like i don't know i imagine most people are slow on there but we're basically gods on the golf course so. <laughs> how, how big was your party how many only three. Oh, yeah and That's... we we told him too we're like we're scrambling dude like we have time it's like nah dude no nah. That just surprised me. There must have been some sort of communication. I don't know. Golf courses are weird. It just about seems that. so odd. They liked. I think they just like to play it safe. Because that's happened to me at um, Western Greens too. Mm. We've like tried to make the turn after nine at like seven forty-five, and they're like, "No, nah, you're not going to make it. You can't. You can't do nine more. You're done." Again, thinking it was going to take you, what, two plus yeah. hours to finish? Yeah. It's like, are you serious? And it's like, like you just if... watched us destroy the first nine in mm-hmm. like an hour and a half. And it's like, even if you don't finish. Yeah, we just come back. Come back. That's our money wasted. Yeah. That's on us. Yeah. No, I, I should get out there and play again. You should. We should go sometime soon. Yeah, that'd be great. Not this weekend, because weekend golf is trash. That's true. I say that, but I'm... Almost definitely going to be golfing this weekend. <laughs> it's just, it's hard when you have, maybe I just get anxiety over weird things, but it's it's hard when there's the people behind you that you feel like are pre- pressing, you know, you guys, even though yeah. they probably don't even care. Yeah. And then the people, you know, ahead that you might have to wait for, and then there's <laughs> just that, all that dynamic. Yeah. That was a, that was a really nice thing about Briarwood, this place where we, we golfed nine or mm-hmm. 18 on twilight deal we literally never waited for anyone there was one time when we caught the people in front of us but the rest yeah. of the time it was there was no one around us which was weird for twilight yeah. deal it's usually swamped yeah because usually people are getting off work they're like oh let's go for a round right get a good deal of golf yeah and, yeah yeah it's weird because i don't feel that way ever playing disc golf i really, really? Don't feel like well do you i do I, that's like why I don't. I, I kind of like disc golfing, but I don't do it that often because I like hate people watching me. Oh, I hate people watching me. Sure, but I, and I, I feel like the pressure. Of yeah, like, I feel awkward when I'm coming up behind people. Like I don't like playing alone because I am constantly catching up with people mm. and they're like at the tee box watching me throw. And yeah, then of okay, course I send out a shitty throw <laughs> every time. <laughs> so I always, yeah, I always take a stroke off when there's people watching me. We have to. Yeah. Hey, you're not you're not getting paid to play disc golf. You can take a stroke <laughs> off now and then. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, I wanted to address. We have to. We have to talk about this because mm-hmm. one of our dear friends, Carrie Ann, brought oh, up to yes. me that I missed a vital part mm. in one of the stories I told a last great week. Mistake. It was it, honestly, I cannot believe I I forgot it. The whole time I was telling the story last week, uh, the first date story. I knew I was missing something. There was mm. something there that I, I wasn't remembering. Mm. And when I told you know a friend that I had told that story in the podcast, she was like, oh, and then she, she quoted this line, which I'll <laughs> go into in a second. And I, I felt I couldn't believe I forgot it. <laughs> so for those who don't recall, took a girl to Cabaret, the musical, which is a... Uh, Set in a strip club and did not know that when I purchased the tickets, just knew that she was in the theater. Get to this musical, start watching it, very much caught off guard, wasn't expecting some of the content, right? It was years ago, that's whatever. But clearly, other people, oh, and, and another vital detail, it was in that smaller theater, right? So everyone could see each other, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Very small. There's probably only, I don't know, 100 or fewer seats in this place. So, like, halfway through, it must have been the second act. I guess some guy had the same thoughts as I had, but <laughs> decided to be a lot more vocal about them. In, in the middle of a scene that, you know, one of the one of the scenes that might make you uncomfortable at the first day, <laughs> this guy a couple rows ahead of us, excuse my language, but he stands up, raises his arms, he just says, I can't fucking do this anymore. <laughs> like, loud enough, everyone heard him. And everyone did, he, did he, like, turn around to address the audience? He he didn't. He just did he, like, like, make an announcement? Yeah, it was, it was like, an announcement. Okay, he was, like, okay. He was kind of, like, telling everyone. He, Attention, everybody. I just can't fucking do this anymore. <laughs> and then I, he just walks out. Just walks out. And I, he's sitting, what, five feet away from the stage. Like, that's how close everything was to it. Yeah. All the act. I felt bad, actually, for the actors at this point. I'm like, oh, man. Like, I'll sit, I'll sit through the rest of this for you guys. They and honestly, like, thinking back, it was, it was a good performance. Like, sure. I enjoyed it. They they acted well and everything. Good, good. Well, uh, you wouldn't have been as comfortable if you weren't there with a date, I imagine. Yeah, it would have been like, oh, didn't expect this, but whatever, right, this right. is fine. Yeah, sure. Um, but yeah, the first date aspect. Yeah, yeah, just kind of. But I couldn't believe that because this guy obviously was thinking the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> the whole audience heard him. I'm sure the whole cast heard him. Just walks out. <laughs> It's such a power move. Dude. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. I wish I wish I had the boldness to do things like that. I want to do that at work all the time. <laughs> if anybody one... orders a, uh, what do they call them, a caramel macchiato at Roots ever again, that's that's my reaction. What's uh What's the problem with the caramel macchiato? For you know, I obviously know because I'm really smart. Yeah. But for anyone yeah, who doesn't course, know, of course. Like, what would that? All right. Mean? Well, you see everybody but Andrew. Uh, <laughs> A see a caramel macchiato doesn't exist. A true macchiato is actually a shot of espresso with a small dollop of foam on it. Mm. Um, so you know, Starbucks Americanized all of coffee, um, and they made the macchiato something it was never meant to be, and left us small coffee shops to suffer for it. Mm. Um, so I would love to just take a minute and spread awareness for this terrible 
plague on our nation. Plague? Starbucks is a plague on yeah. the nation? Yep. Starbucks. Don't you drink Starbucks coffee sometimes? <sighs> We're going to have to redact that. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we all hit rock bottom sometimes. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Glad to clear that up for again yeah. for the, our listeners that don't know what yeah, it is yeah yeah i'm I'm really glad to help out yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah but yeah I, I just was thinking to myself this kind of makes it brings the whole story together mm-hmm. even in the moment this was you know right as this was happening i, I of course knew like this was going to be a great story to tell and in that moment was like the cherry on top this guy mm-hmm. getting up declaring <laughs> it to the whole crowd and then walking out <laughs> it was awesome and I'm like, I'm so excited to tell people this story. Yeah, yeah. It's like when you're telling a joke and you forget the punchline, but you mm-hmm. forget that you forgot the punchline. You're like, damn it, that didn't land. Why didn't it land? Yeah. Well, that's what, kind of what I was thinking last week. I was like, this is this is a good story. Yeah. But yeah. it doesn't have that that crucial aspect to it. Right, right. And I knew that the whole time. And I was like, I'm just forgetting it. Yeah, yeah. Lo and behold, was forgetting the most hilarious part of the whole thing. So I just wanted to update you guys on that. It was quite the experience. Would I do it again? Yeah, probably. Yeah. That's, yeah. Oh, yeah. Love the stories. <laughs> it's. Have you seen Parks and Rec? Yeah, I've seen it. Do you remember the guy who dates um, Leslie Nope in, like, I think it was, like, the second season or something? He was, like, uh... He was Anne's lawyer friend. Hmm, Do you remember that? I don't remember okay. it very well. Anyway, he was all about, like, creating stories and, like, hmm. I mean, he ended up being kind of a bad guy for it. <laughs> so I guess that's probably not the best comparison. <laughs> but his whole thing was, he's like, oh, how can we make this a better story type of thing? Mm, that's kind of mm, what I was thinking okay, in the moment. Okay. Uh, and then it happened this guy standing up and walking out incredible and then my idiot self just forgot it i've got to start living my life that way yeah i'm on a podcast now right i just gotta start putting myself in the most ridiculous situations right Right. yeah (laughs) we every week we come in and we just have just extravagant stories and things that we've done throughout the week it's like straight out of a novel everyone's like these guys are so full of shit and we probably are and then we start like posting picture evidence of all the stupid things we've done on our social media media is just like all hey we this is proof that we did this yeah dude it's like those uh it's like those youtubers that eat like hot peppers and they they, like fast forward through all their videos just to like prove that they've actually eaten that's gonna be us our lives are gonna be so exciting that we're gonna have to prove it speaking of those hot peppers i watched those uh hot ones interviews with sean evans on youtube i don't know if you know them i don't know okay it's just him he's interviewing celebrities and they eat like 10 wings and each wing gets hotter and hotter Ooh. and i'm really bad with spicy foods yeah. But I always watch that, and I think to myself, I, I can do that. Like, I would be able to, I would struggle, but I'd be able to just sit in it and everything, yeah, and like, yeah. at least finish it, whatever. And then the other day, I was at a wedding, and <laughs> they had tacos, that was the meal, mm-hmm. and they had this, I don't know, some sort of sauce for it, but it looked good. It was like this... uh I don't know, it looked like some creamy like sauce. And I'm like, oh, this looks great. Mm-hmm. So I like, douse my food in it. <laughs> and then I take like two bites. Oh, gosh. 
and I'm like, oh no, my mouth is burning. <laughs> like, I have such a weak tolerance for spice. Mm. And I, um, our, one of our buddies was sitting next to us, or me, and um, I'm like, is this hot to you? <laughs> She's like, yeah, it, it's hot, but like, it's not that bad. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> and that like humbled me. I'm like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I would get through like three of those wings and then yeah. just have to leave. Yeah. Sometimes I'm the guy that just like lies about that sort of thing. Like I'll be, I'll be like literally sweating. My face is red. And so I'm going to ask, All right, dude, is this hot? I'm like, no, nah, dude. Dude, no, this isn't hot. What no, are you talking dude. about? I don't even yeah. taste any spice at all. And they're like, oh, why are you sweating then? <laughs> I'm worried about you, dude. You don't look too good. It's like in the stepbrothers. It's like, oh, I was watching cops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Liar. Cops is not until five. <laughs> Oh, what an what an incredible movie! Uh, absolutely. <laughs> well, I was randomly on. I don't. I don't think this is on the desktop version of YouTube, but it's mm-hmm. on mobile now. It's like the shorts, hmm. which are basically TikToks. Oh, interesting. I think even some of them are from TikTok. Nice. Um, but I was watching one, or the, like half of them are pranks. It seems like some of them are pretty. Some of them are pretty pretty bad yeah but like clearly staged the stage yeah. one's oh my driving gosh. crazy the stage, yeah it's such bad acting yeah it it's always like, is it's not even believable but maybe is that for like a younger audience then is that like for 12 year olds hard to say or is it i would imagine like yeah high like school middle school gullible people yeah, yeah yeah i feel like that's a general market for that's why i miss vine so much like mm. vine Vine, for whatever reason, resonated with, like, my age group, our age group. Yeah, yeah. But TikTok just, like, settled into, like, high school, middle school. Yeah. That's fair. I did get into Vine for a while. You did get into Vine? Yeah, like, I feel like I had an account, and I would, like, this was oh, this was so, so long ago now. I'm, like, mm-hmm. aging myself here. <laughs> but, yeah, back in, what was it, high school? Oh, yeah. And like I followed a few accounts, it was funny, but I was yeah. I never like got hooked like other people did. Yeah, yeah. Did the did the Vine craze though? Like I know people loved it before it got like taken out the App Store or whatever. Yeah. I know I know that, but did it? I feel like it experienced such a massive growth after it was like. Oh, it did. Gone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Vine. I was I was made fun of for for being on Vine, like people. Like, literally just, like, TikTok. It was like, oh, oh, okay. you have a Vine. But, like, as soon as... And those people right now are, like, watching those 30-minute compilations. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, Twitter Twitter bought out Vine. Right, And okay. they just destroyed it in a matter of weeks. <laughs> and then everybody, everybody all of a sudden came out of the woodwork. And they're like, bring Vine back! We miss Vine! It was almost like, uh, I know more people liked it than, than they right, did. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Yeah. Makes me want to burn TikTok to the ground and see what happens. <laughs> Trump tried to do that. <laughs> I'm actually kind of shocked that that didn't work out. It ended up being made... like a weird loophole, right? Because the I... servers, the American servers for TikTok, although it is like a, it is owned by a company in China, the servers where our data, America data was stored were actually was? in the states so okay. that he had no he had no grounds to 
press charges or whatever. I've I've gotten away from TikTok lately. It kind of goes through under bigger and better. being interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've got big things going on for me right now. <laughs> I can't just be being so a, distracted by being a blessing to such others. small things. Yeah, exactly. yeah. I have a responsibility now right. to, mm-hmm. to be a blessing to the world. We yeah. have a responsibility we, yeah, to be a yeah. blessing to the world. Thanks, bro. Appreciate yeah. that. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. No, I feel like TikTok will... I feel like it'll be around for a while. It just seems accessible. Right. It's it's weird being... So, like, growing up, right, through mm-hmm. high school and then early college, like, we were the millennials or whatever, and mm-hmm. people would talk about us. And now... It's like everyone talking about Gen Z instead. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's we've, so weird. We've, like, graduated from yeah, being... Yeah, yeah, from being shit on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. We are, we're so used to being in that young generation. Right. And now we're, like, we're really not in it anymore. Mm-hmm. Or pretty far from it. Yeah. Yeah, it's... It's interesting, though, and it's... <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to listen to this back and see if that's in there. And if it is, I'm keeping it in. Yeah. So, uh, my room. Do you want me to recreate it for you? Oh, you just did, so. (laughs) (laughs) So, some of my roommate's friends are cooking outside and they're, uh, they're enjoying a few drinks as well. Get a little rambunctious. It's a party out there. Quite, quite. It smells good, though. Yeah. Or maybe that's the bourbon candle. I'm, I'm not too sure hard to say yeah uh what was i saying oh yeah the gen z it's interesting because i feel like i felt maybe you felt the same way mm-hmm. pretty picked on by like oh yeah the older generations and now i look at gen z i find myself judging them a lot yeah they're idiots <laughs> and i'm like oh i see how it is now <laughs> it's like when you're a kid uh-huh and you, your parents, like, tell you something or, like, uh, tell you off or something, I guess. Mm-hmm. And you just don't understand. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't know. Like, what's – there's nothing wrong about this. Right, like, right. And then you grow up and you're like, oh, oh, I see now. Like, mm. and I feel like that's how it is. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Definitely. It's okay, guys. We can be a blessing to you, too. Yeah. You just have to change. <laughs> I mean, I oh. – I watched some of those TikToks. Mm-hmm. I'm just the, again, maybe it, now I'm talking like a boomer, right? <laughs> just like ages me, but it's just for lack of better, it's it's pretty cringy to yeah. watch a lot of it. Oh yeah, but again, if their like audience target audience is them and younger, right? Then it's like sure, whatever. Like mm-hmm. that's fine, I guess. Mm-hmm. I wonder if. I wonder how obvious. I mean, I editing the last podcast, I actually didn't hear too much of a difference between, like, throughout the night. Mm-hmm. You know, we were drinking wine. Mm-hmm. I actually didn't hear too much difference in the way we talked. Yeah, you, I didn't You started either. talking a little bit more. That was the only thing, yeah. But, but that had less to do with the wine and more to do with me just, just getting comfortable with the podcast. Yeah, yeah figure it's, out how it's to. It's new, yeah. yeah. So I was surprised, so maybe. Yeah. 
maybe our listeners will hear it differently. Maybe, yeah. I'd be curious to listen to it again, or listen yeah, to, when I listen to yeah. this one, keep that in mind and see. I think it's different too. Thinking about the editing and like your, what I'm really looking for is you know long silences or things I need to cut to make mm-hmm. it a little bit more coherent. I'm not really thinking about how we're talking. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, maybe listen to it again. I I won't think that, but yeah, yeah. I I feel like I I mostly noted the fact that I was really quiet. Sure. And then I was had like a weird. I was like talking like this most of the time. Mm. Like I, I don't know. I was talking weird. So it, it's weird. Dude, it's it's a, weird hearing yourself on a podcast. It is. It really is. Because you don't think like that when you're listening to a podcast. Yeah, and, you're not like, oh, this guy. Right. This guy needs to raise the tone of his voice. Mm-hmm. Luckily, you know, I just made up for everything and just said some really great stuff. So worked yeah, out Andrew really was well. the real blessing last <laughs> week. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it, but... Sometimes sometimes we we stagger our blessing duties around a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's a to. it's a heavy burden to bear. Yeah. It it really is. Some weeks, you know, Gabriel will be more of a blessing. Some weeks, you know, I will. Mm-hmm. Just the way it goes. Bro, I went to the first I'll say like live sporting event mm-hmm. since COVID the Ooh. other weekend. I went to a Lansing Lugnuts minor league baseball game. Oh nice, dude. It was great. I uh Used to, you know, watch them growing up. A few, you know, we lived just south of Lansing. Would watch yeah. them every now and then. Have fond memories of being at that that stadium. Yeah. I. It was so funny because there wasn't that many people there. It, it had mm-hmm. been rainy most of the day, and so I think that coupled with, it's a minor league baseball game. Uh huh. Just not that many people in the crowds. Right. So there was probably, and you know, think about a stadium. Mm-hmm. There's probably still 800 to 1,000 people there. Yeah. But in a, in a big stadium, it looks a lot more spread out. And right, right, people. right. But there were some more rambunctious people. Ah, uh, yes. Two people in particular. One, he just kept yelling at the ref for everything. Or the ump, excuse me. <laughs> Wait, someone in I the audience was? And I still said ref there. What? Someone in the audience was? Yeah, yeah. Stands. Like, really loud. And wow. everyone in the stands could hear. That's It's it's not a huge stadium, mm-hmm. so everyone could, could hear them. That, that's how loud this guy was. Incredible. Same with this this other guy who was more, like, doing the chants, like, oh, let's go, lug nuts, and then, like, clap, clap, you know, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so the lug nuts came out to a really early, early lead, and then... I think they were the Capitals or something like that. Mm-hmm. Started coming back a little bit. So we're we're late in the game now. Seventh or eighth inning. They're they're drunk at this point. Like mm-hmm. they're probably, you know, five or six beers in at this point. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, you're at a minor league baseball game. You drink five or six beers. It's the way it goes sometimes. That's how it goes. But the, you know, the chance started to get more rambunctious and everything. <laughs> this guy named Drew I don't remember his last name, but his, his first name was Drew. And he came up to the plate, and the chanter guy starts chanting, "Let's go, Drew!" <laughs> and so everyone starts chanting that, and yeah, it's like, "Oh, yeah. this is fun!" Like he, you know, "Let's go, Drew." Mm-hmm. He he has a really good at bat. Ends up walking. Mm. <laughs> he goes. This guy starts to yell, "Thank you, Drew!" <laughs> and just and so everyone's chanting that now. <laughs> and then like the next batter comes up. Does it does this thing whatever, and then Drew steals second. Oh man! And this guy starts yelling, 
drew so fast. <laughs> and he starts chanting that. It was incredible. We were just, we were dying laughing. <laughs> so then, in, I mean, I don't know. I'm pretty unbiased because I'm really not a huge Lugnuts fan. You know, I rooted for them because they're the home team right, and everything. Right. But the ump was kind of, I don't know, he wasn't making some some of the best calls. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever. He's human. Right. But this guy wasn't having it. This other guy. Mm-hmm. So Drew guy is one of these like rambunctious people. And this other guy was more like on the ref's back. Or mm-hmm. the ump. I keep saying ref. The ump's back the whole time. And so pitcher threw a ball or pitcher threw a strike that the guy thought should have been a ball. Mm-hmm. And he starts just yelling at the ump, and the, you know you call him blue, uh, and that's like a term for umps oh, in baseball. So he's like blue, like do you even know where you are right now? <laughs> that was horrible. Do you know where you are? Do and then he glasses. <laughs> but then he yells Marco, <laughs> <laughs> and 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 the Drew guy <laughs> yells Polo. <laughs> And then the other guy, like, is silent for a second. He's like, he's yelling at the other, the Drew guy. He's like, hey, what's your name? And they just, <laughs> these guys are on two separate ends of the stadium just yeah, yelling yeah. back and forth at each other. <laughs> it was incredible. Dude, they're planted for sure. They needed some drama at the game. They needed to bring people it, in. It was awesome, bro. It's and, a professional heckler right there. Oh, my god, Marco! It was hilarious. <laughs> and then the game ends. The, the Lugnuts end up losing by a few. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the ump like walks out into the, you know, clubhouse dugout, whatever. He walks off the field, and <laughs> the one guy who's just been railing him all game <laughs> was just like, "Hey, good game out there, Blue. You made some good calls." And like he, he acted like super serious. He's like, "Hey, good game out there." <laughs> I'm like, "Dude, I I don't know if he knew the 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 ump knew." That this guy was the one who was railing a lot. Yeah, I'm sure he didn't. I'm just like, are you kidding me right now? Come on. That's incredible. It was great that we were, uh, you know, it's a minor league baseball game. I've said that a few times, but just put it in perspective. Like, you can get cheaper tickets and stuff. Yeah. So, we were in, like, the front row. Mm -hmm. It was was really cool. Like, Mm -hmm. behind the uh, home plate. Mm -hmm. And so, there's, like, this little section behind home plate. And they had hype-up people, basically. People they hired to... Oh. Like, hype up the crowd and everything. And they held nicknames on their back. Uh. And one of the guys' name was Scuba Steve. <laughs> and Scuba Steve, he I don't know what he's getting paid for this, uh-huh. but he should be getting paid a lot more than he is. <laughs> this dude just went off the whole time, just hyping up the crowd. Uh-huh. Anytime something good happened for the lug nuts, he'd grab the flag from wherever, unroll it, just start waving it everywhere, start running. <laughs> uh the Lugnuts mascot came out at one point. What's his name? Louie? I don't know. Not a clue. I don't know either. But he's like a dinosaur. It's not oh, a Lugnut. He's like a dinosaur that has like Lugnuts as like horn. You know, whatever. They try to incorporate Creative. it. It's weird. Whatever. But he comes out and Scuba Steve's like leading him around everywhere. These kids like have these little foam balls that they got, you know, that had been thrown into the, the audience. Mm-hmm. And Scuba Steve is like, you guys want those signed? Bring those down here. This, whatever his name, Lugnut is going to sign it here. So he had like five kids come down. And 
I don't know if this is normal for mascots. I, I haven't really paid attention my whole life. Mm. But I was like, there's no way this guy has a good signature through this huge mask and, like, costume, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at these balls. He, he's doing, he's doing really? a great job. Interesting. And they're small, like, little baseballs, too. They're huh. like little stress balls, basically, is what they are. Oh, were. okay. And I, I'm like, dang, that is in- impressive, the way he's signing these. <laughs> but, yeah, Scuba Steve, you're just walking around the whole time, hyping people up for, like, four hours. This game was, like, four hours long. Damn. I'm like, dang, bro. Good for you. Minor league baseball team. They were losing for, I think the Lugnuts allowed 12 runs in like three innings at one point. It was horrible. Yikes. But he was still going at it, going strong. If he ever listened to this podcast, shout out to you, Scuba Steve. You were incredible. Hey, Scuba Steve, we just want to thank you for being an inspiration to us all and for yeah. being a blessing for Especially the everybody younger generation. in that stadium that night. Yeah. yeah. The kids probably saw him and they're just like, oh, that guy gets it. Mm-hmm. It was fun, though. For Again, first time back at a live sporting event felt really good. Yeah. yeah. It was really fun to, to be back there. Yeah. Dude, everything in, in general, getting back out there has felt so good. I um, went out to the bars for the first time in a long time. Oh, let's go. Yeah. Where'd you go? Um, so I've been, seeing, I've been seeing this girl for a while now, and we... Oh. Yeah. I, I knew this, yeah, by the way. You know, so we... <laughs> We uh we finished we finished watching Quiet Place Part Two. Um, oh wait wait real quick how was that? You know it was all right. It got good um, reviews. It, yeah, I it was. Fir- I haven't seen the first one yet. I know I should. Oh really? I, well I, yeah, I you're not really a scary movie guy. That's true, but it's more suspense. And it's I feel like from what people say, it's one of those movies that like oh it's just a good movie overall. A Quiet yeah, Place. Yeah yeah yeah. My my only complaint about the part two is that uh-huh. it was. It was it was exactly that. It was just a continuation gotcha. of the story. Nothing so really it's new like, or anything. Yeah, okay. like the reason I think that the first one was so good was because it was such an interesting idea. Gotcha. And it was like so like it actually was like the whole shtick of it is that like the the actual score of the movie is eerily quiet. Mm. And it it's so like Hence the name. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So it it was it was just kind of like a shtick and it was really good for a movie, but gotcha. then they really just did the exact same thing again. And it's like without I mean I don't really want it spoiled. I'll probably watch it at some point, but it's like these monsters that if they hear sound they like come out right or whatever. Yeah, yeah, okay. like they have like an incredible sense of hearing, gotcha. um, but they can't like see or anything. Um. So the whole shtick, it's like a, it follows his family, and they have to learn to like stay really, really quiet. Um, and one of the reasons they were able to survive, and a lot yeah. of other people weren't, is that they have a one of their daughters is deaf. Oh. So they already like know sign language, and like they just they pretty quickly adapted to operating without speaking to each other or like. Yeah. That's a really cool premise it is yeah. yeah yeah it's it's a really great movie and maybe i want to watch it i want to watch it again the second part mm-hmm. like maybe i kind of like missed something i don't know maybe i didn't understand it but it really just felt like they weren't they didn't like expand the universe gotcha. in any sense they didn't like make the story more interesting they just did more gotcha <laughs> they made the okay. movie longer essentially <laughs> yeah well you know if one movie does well Right, trying right. to make a second. They made money. They yeah, made more money. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, anyway sorry. You know, that we get we get out of this yeah, movie. Yeah. We get out of this movie. 
um she looks at her phone she's like oh hey like a couple of my friends are are downtown uh you want to go meet them uh hang out a little bit uh so we head over to the back 40 all right wait describe for our viewers the listeners the back 40 yeah so the back 40 um it's a it's a bar here in grand rapids that it's it's just kind of it's like a country bar like they play a lot of country music there but it's also like somewhat clubby like there's a Mm. big dance floor um big bar so you know it's just like a nice nice big country bar lots of country vibes country vibes that was yeah. my best southern accent i could country come up vibes. with <laughs> anyway we sorry the cowboys <laughs> Mesa. i both loved that and hated that at the same time <laughs> funny how that works <laughs> all right so we come up to this <laughs> We come up to the back forty. Yeah. There's a there's a line like that like curves around the corner. Oh wow! Um, but we're wait. Like, what, what day was this? What day was this? Or what date was this? Was like this? a Friday or like a weekend date? Um, I'm pretty sure it was a Friday. Yeah. It was okay. A Friday. Gotcha. Uh, Monday? No, Friday. It was a Friday. Okay. Sorry. Gotcha. Okay, I'm gonna stop interrupting you now. I just <laughs> yeah. Should I just start my story over? No. Uh, so. <laughs> We uh we come up we come up to the back forty um, lines around the corner, and we're like you know it'll probably go fast so we we hop in line, mm-hmm. um, and the line was moving pretty fast so we decided to stick around until we got in there, um, but you know while we were while we were hanging out in line we had some time to get to know the people around us oh see, yeah of course, um, so these guys in front of us had obviously had quite the night already <laughs> um, quite the night indeed. Uh, so they're they're in front of us. They're all like hitting their little disposable vapes and you know <laughs> shooting the shit like drunk dudes do. Um, and there's this one guy in particular who like he he's like kind of pacing around the group because mm-hmm. he if he holds still, I'm pretty sure he'd like tip over and just like really like rambunctious, loud, like isn't even like he's not <laughs> he can't like keep a straight gaze. Um, and they like keep making like comments to us and like they're like oh like what date are you guys on and we like kept lying to them we're like oh we've known each other forever that's awesome yeah so (laughs) so they just keep they you know they're making comments we're going back and forth a little bit um and then all of a sudden this guy the one that can like hardly stay on his feet yeah he like gets real serious all of a sudden like his face just like it goes from like chaos into like this very calm okay and he looks right at us and he's like hey you guys you would make really beautiful babies and we're like thanks dude that's that's really nice you that's such a that's such a compliment <laughs> and he's right like there. he's like yeah yeah you're welcome yeah no problem i mean it you really would like this guy's just dead ass telling us we would have beautiful children how did uh how did your girl take it same as me. Okay, we we cool, thought it was cool. hilarious. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. It was... You gotta take that kind of stuff in, like, stride and be like, oh, that's pretty funny. Yeah. yeah that's hilarious, yeah, though. Yeah. It's probably true. I mean... Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Is it pride when you're just acknowledging the truth? Oh, you're so you're assuming it's pride. <laughs> no, I... What if I was talking about her? She's a total smoke show. Smoke show. I love that phrase. Dude, me too. Is that coming from a completely ignorant person? Is smoke show? 
Mm-hmm. Like derogatory in any way? See, that's what I'm wondering. I'm not actually sure. I feel like if I were called a smoke show, I'd, I'd take it as a compliment, personally. Yeah, but you're a dude. I think it's a little different. That's true. I think it's... I don't know. I, I don't know how it would be perceived, but the fact that it's like a show, that that's the part that's like, oh, oh maybe, gotcha. you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. No, I can see that. Like, I, I, th- I feel like if I told a girl, hey, you're a total smoke show, it'd be like, I don't know. What does that even mean? It's like, I know what it means, but smoke show. I don't know. Like just smoking hot? I, mean, I don't know. Is I that feel what like, it is? I feel like people say smoked instead of hot now smoked yeah like even she like we went mini golf I, her you know this date that yeah, i was just yeah. talking about we went we went mini golfing the other day and i'm like hey like it's gonna be super hot make sure you're like ready for that um and she's like oh yeah like i know i'm gonna get totally smoked i'm like she's only a, she's only a couple of years younger than me but wait but that sounds like it's more like lingo. More like burnt or, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, maybe burnt. I feel, I don't know. I took it as hot, but. <laughs> you know what's funny? I, wait, do you have more? I don't want to interrupt you. Oh, no, that's good. That's okay. It. Just thinking about things people say. There's a international student who's a part of the organization I work for. And he's from New Zealand. Hmm. I don't know if this is a here thing, too. I don't think it, I think it's like a New Zealand thing, but I could be wrong. Mm. But I guess they say there, um, like if something's really good, they say it's like, oh, it's good ass. Like it's good (laughs) as this or that, you know, but they only say like, it's good ass or like, um, what's another example? Oh, good as? Yeah. Like A-S, not A-S-S. Interesting. And so like, oh, if it's really hot out, like, oh, it's, it's hot as out. Like that's that's and so like, huh? This guy and I we we worked together this summer, mm-hmm. and I would just say that all the time because <laughs> I think it's hilarious. <laughs> because I don't know, you hear that and you th- think you think ass. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would at every at every possible moment I would use that if I could <laughs> because I think it's so funny. <laughs> but it just makes me think of. He, I feel like this guy, he, so he's a few years younger than me, too. He just brings up all these terms, and I am I have no idea what he's talking Like, mm-hmm. I haven't even heard these terms used, right. let alone know what they mean. Right. Again, that's, again, I'm not that old. We're not that old. Yeah. We just, yeah. it's well, different. It's, it is, it is. Yeah. And it doesn't, like, it doesn't really click. Like, somebody's explained, like, the whole she thing to me, and mm. I'm, I just, mm-hmm. I still, I don't understand like it just it's just not like my it's not our cultural sphere. Right. Like we just there's no way for us to really understand why. There's so many people that are going to just call us boomers for what we're saying. Yeah, for sure. And that's fine. Sure. There's going to be like fan theories out there. Are these guys no actually one, no 43? one will have seen our pictures. They're going to be like these guys are for sure 50. Yeah, these guys are these guys are actually boomers. They just won't admit it. These guys like these guys are like wine snobs. They're definitely boomers. <laughs> We don't. We're not wine snobs. We just enjoy the taste. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> oh man, I had an uncomfortable week. Oh, did you know? Oh yeah. So I don't know. You you met this this girl that you're going on dates with on on Bubble. Yeah, yeah. 
And so, you know, I had Hinge a few months ago. Mm-hmm. And I had a couple dates, you know, that I went on for that. And they were fine, but nothing like long-term or nothing that. Right. How dating apps turn like Yeah, go. yeah. Yeah. And so I kind of just deleted them for a while. But then when you talked about, your, you know, your Bumble date, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, you know, maybe I'll try Bumble. So I downloaded Hinge and Bumble again and just, you know, a few days on it, swiping and... uh. You know, you match with a few, especially Hinge, you know, you, you like them, so they see it automatically. Yeah. There's no, they don't have to swipe or anything. They just see it. Right. On Bumble, you have to match, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. To see each other. So you t- tend to get more of the matches on, on Hinge. Mm-hmm. And so I've gotten a few and talked to a, f- a few people. This is going to make it sound like I'm just like, I don't know, <laughs> a player, but I'm really not. It's just... This, these situations are so random. I, I don't know how it happens. Mm-hmm. We said this last podcast. I think we live in Grand Rapids. There's like 200,000 people that live in the city. And I don't know how many other 100,000 that live out, you know, which is outside the city in mm-hmm. the surrounding areas. But I matched with a few girls, all this to say. And then, you know, I, I had a, a date the other week with a the girl on Bumble. Mm-hmm. And so I like stopped talking to the other girls. Like that's mm-hmm. what I did. I, I feel more comfortable that way. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I should feel that way. Whatever. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. If I'm going on dates with a girl, I'm just going to talk to her. Sure. Uh, but I had these other girls who I talked to and, you know, conversation fizzled, whatever. Well, this one girl, we actually got to the point of like, oh, hey, would you want to go on a date? Stuff like that. And... And she kind of, like, ghosted me for a little bit. Which, not really ghost, but just didn't respond for a few days. Right, right. But this was, like, while I was talking to this girl on Bumble. hmm And we had, like, scheduled a, a date during this, like, time of her mm-hmm. night back. So then this other girl finally responds with, like, oh, yeah, sure. Like, these are the days I'm generally free. hmm And I'm like, oh, like, dang, that's a bummer, but happy to have this other date. Like, this is great. Right, right. Uh, but bummer, like, it worked out that way. Mm-hmm. So I like didn't didn't say anything. You know, it's a dating app. I'm, maybe I should have said something, but whatever. I didn't say anything. No, it's fine. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. But then I was in a one of the local coffee shops the other day. Roots. <laughs> mm. uh, the coffee shop I work at. Yeah, the one Gabriel yeah. works at. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm I'm just doing some homework. And this girl comes in. She like orders. Sits at like the bar area. So, like, I can see her, but she's, like, her back is facing me. But I'm like, wow, she looks familiar. And then it clicks. I'm like, she looks like the girl who, like, didn't respond for a few days. (laughs) And then I stopped messaging because I had the date with the other girl. Small town moment. Yeah, small town of 200,000 people (laughs) moment. But I'm like, you know what? She's facing the other way. There, there's no way this is that girl. Right, right. So then my my roommate like can work from home, so he came in and started to work on stuff. And I'm like, hey, bro, like, look at this picture. Is this is this the same person? And you know, back still to us and everything. So mm-hmm. he's like, I don't think so. Let me go up and order a drink, and we'll see. Mm-hmm. He comes back. He's like, I, I still don't think it's her. I'm like, oh, okay, that sounds good. And that kind of like did it for me. I'm like, oh, okay, that's it's not her then. Mm-hmm. And then she, like, takes off her jacket at one point. (laughs) 
she's got like tattoos on her arms. Okay. And I'm like looking at the pictures of her on on Hinge. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, uh, that's her. Yep. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Great investigative skills. Thank right you. There. Thank you. Very well. Done. Um. Yeah. Appreciate that. Stock of material. Oh gosh. <laughs> no, but it, like they're like pretty big tattoos on her arm. Right. So right. I'm just like, oh, like that's definitely her. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, I talked to my roommate. I'm like, bro, that's that's her. He's like, what are you gonna do? I'm like, wow. So for, you know, those who don't know, I I have red hair and I have my ears pierced. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's hard to miss a person like that. Yeah, that's you know. A good point. Yeah, you just really stand out in a crowd. Yeah, it's a it's a four on the enneagram thing, you know. Right. Yeah. You're Any, really. Yeah. Just so I, noticeable. I'm just so individual. Yeah. Like just yeah. You really just can't get by without. <laughs> Anyways, I start talking, and then another one of my friends came in to start working on stuff, and we all while we're like talking, I'm like, "What do I do here?" Mm-hmm. And she like kind of glances over now and then, but not like anything huge. But then she starts talking to one of the baristas, mm-hmm. and it's clear they know each other. And yeah. I know this barista. Yeah, and, I mean, you know, obviously know the barista too, right? But I'm like, "Oh no!" Like, and then I, I'm like, "Okay, I'm just I gotta go talk to her." I'm like, yeah, I just go talk to her and get it over with, whatever. I go up there. I'm like, hey, I don't know if... And then I realize, as I'm saying these things, that she has her, like, AirPods in. <laughs> and she's talking on the phone. <laughs> and I'm like, this is the uncomfortable situations that I get myself into. It's just uh-huh. somehow. It's so random. But I do. And the the barista that I knew that she also clearly knew, mm-hmm. I, like, mimed to her, like, oh, is she on the phone? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I think so. She's... And then the barista's like, oh, do you know her? I'm like, just just a little bit. <laughs> just from the few uh, hidden messages we sent uh-huh, each other. Uh-huh. So then I awkwardly walked back to my seat. And yeah. I was, like, getting ready to go at this point. I was just going to say hi. Like, yeah, we're, we we were talking, you know, for a little bit. Whatever right, then, right, like, right, right, right. And so I sit back down. And my roommate, and I'm, I'm now sitting with my back to her. My roommate's like, oh, Andrew. Like, she keeps looking over. And I'm like, dang it. So then I get back up, go over there. We talk for a hot second. <laughs> kind of, I don't know, it went fine. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But it was just like one of those situations where you just can't believe that it's happening. Right, right. My coworker actually brought that up. Wait, really? <laughs> yeah, she's like, did you know that your friend Andrew is talking to one of my friends? That's uncomfortable too now. Right, right. I had the day, yeah, oh, I felt bad though. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. Like yeah. it's it's just it's just dating app matches. Yeah, but then okay, so here's the other thing. Mm-hmm. Today, this was two days after this, so this was a few days ago, and then today, okay. I'm in I'm in Roots again, mm-hmm. doing some more homework, and I see someone else who looks pretty familiar, <laughs> and I think to myself. Well, there's no way this happens twice in a row. <laughs> no, it does. <laughs> this other girl, this and this girl I had talked to like a months ago. Sure, sure. And it was just kind of just like it kind of just fizzled out, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But we did talk for a little bit, and it was clearly her. Yeah. And I'm just like, why does this? Happen? Do you have some sort of Roots Brew Shop tag on your Bumble account oh, or something? Gosh, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just like the. It does feel like a small town feel. Yeah. Even though, yeah. again, we live in a. 
It's a small city, but it's a city nonetheless. Yeah. Really weird. Yeah. Well, Roots Brew Shop is quite the blessing. You know, it's kind of It's a, true. You know. Big shout out to Roots. If they want to sponsor us for anything, that'd be great. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, those were two situations I got in this week that I just, I could not believe. It was, it was awkward, but also again, if we're honest, makes for great stories. It does. It really does. Dude, Dayton is so... I sound old. I sound cliche, but Dayton has become so complex. How so? I think... I think have I ever told you how I... Uh, let, me, let me tell you how I, sure. how I got girls in high school. I'd, uh, I'd go away to summer oh, camp. Oh, this is going to be good. <laughs> so every summer was... Summer was my... Um, uh, my my meet girl season. <laughs> Wait, give a little more context of like where you were doing summers and stuff. Um, in high school, I would often uh, I would go to a camp. My mom would send me to or to Spring Hill camps, um, and I'd spend a couple weeks there. So, uh, you know, for those who don't know, it's like a local or a Bible camp in in Michigan. Yeah, a Christian camp up north and in, in Michigan here. Uh, and you you spend a couple of weeks. Uh, you do some work. You do some activities, but mostly you just kind of like hang out with um, a bunch of other high schoolers your age. Um, so basically, it's really just uh, it's a big dating retreat. It's a it's a meet cute, if you will. Uh, <laughs> so you see what I would do. My my ritual was this. I uh, I I learned guitar. But not really, you know. I actually I learned I learned four chords on guitar, which is all you need to impress a girl. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So I learned four chords Especially on guitar. Especially in high school. Especially yeah, in high school. yeah. And what I would do is I would I would go out in our field where we hang out. I would climb up on the fence. Um, I would sit on the top post, and I uh, I would just play the introduction to "Fall for You" by Secondhand Serenade. That's amazing. Um, over and over again. I only knew the introduction because it's single strums in the introduction. Oh, yeah, I didn't yeah. know how to strum. I didn't even know how to strum. So I would just play the introduction, you know, tonight will be the night, you know, over yes. and over again. Um, and I kid you not, I kid you not, I began to play this guitar and the women just flocked. <laughs> Dude, I'm just imagining... I'm like imagining, literally, like no, it's like no. I'm imagining you sitting on this. You said like a fence post, uh-huh. right? and I'm just imagining like, <laughs> and almost in my in my mind, it's like a a Jesus moment. You know, it's like <laughs> people like oh, like this guy, he's doing something cool, and so it's like slowly but surely, more and more like yeah, high yeah. school girls are like coming up to you, just <laughs> sitting down, like cross legged, looking up, watching you play guitar. Uh huh, uh huh, uh huh, dude. It's literally like. <laughs> It's like when you're like at the lake and you bring out some bread and all the like the ducks come swimming at you. It's it's literally it's literally just a little flick of the wrist, and and they just they come running, you know. <laughs> and they're like they're all just you know they ask you know equally shallow to to my luring them over. They would ask yeah, questions yeah. like, "How long have you been playing guitar? How'd you learn to sing like that?" I'd be like, "Oh, you know." This only took me like a week to learn. Um, yeah, I'm pretty good. Dude, it's... Did you know anything else? 
yeah, I just don't really want to play it right now. You know, I just want to play this. Yeah, dude, I just like my heart's telling me to play this song. God's telling me to play this song right now. The Lord has actually told me vocally that this I'm, is the song yeah. I need to play. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm really That's spiritual. so beautiful. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> dude, but like that. Yeah, yeah. That my my uh. I was I was set up with an unfair expectation of dating in the real world <laughs> because it used to be that easy, <laughs> and now now we're on now we got Tinder we got Bumble we got the Hinge and they all they all serve their own unique purposes like they Tinder do. They you're do. on Tinder for a certain reason it's usually because yeah. you want to hook up with someone right. I feel I feel like at least oh yeah for sure. And I feel like Bumble and Hinge are a little bit more the, oh, I actually want, well, I guess, I feel like, I don't know, Bumble has like the casual, I don't know, whatever. Bumble's like a hybrid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Hinge is more like, oh, yeah, we want relationship, you know, whatever that looks like. Right, right. Yeah, man, maybe I missed out on the, the Bible camp summers growing up. Oh, dude. That was where it was at, I hear. Yeah, yeah. Dang it. Yeah. Dang it. It was. That's where you met all the ladies. <laughs> I um you know I should have actually should have had my uh first kiss at Bible camp. Yeah. Yeah. Or could have if I wasn't uh if I wasn't shy. Oh, okay. So there's this girl. I believe it was a uh, freshman year of high school. Gotcha. Uh maybe sophomore year. But uh I really hit off with this girl in my cabin, my area. Um we actually I, this is pretty scandalous, but we would hold hands from dude no way from time to time you can't say something that promiscuous on the podcast yeah. bro yeah dude we would we would really we even threaded our fingers together no we really no really this has to be there. cut i gotta cut this lock out lock it real tight oh gosh you're just yeah. going deeper yeah uh yeah so we'd, we'd hold hands now and then um but uh it was the last so fast forward a little bit last night at camp uh curfews extended and mm-hmm. usually usually they're pretty strict at this camp about like uh romantic sure situations hanging out one-on-one none of it's allowed they're very very like they keep you separate at all costs you always have to be in like the eye line of a counselor um but our counselors they were so tired of all of our <laughs> frisky hand-holding business that they uh they just they decided to let us free on the very last night. Hand holding that's a gateway drug. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 If sure. you're holding hands, you might as well just have sex. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah there's no right. in between there. It's absolutely. just if you're doing Nothing that, there it is. Right. Yep. So it's like one AM. We're we're sitting Wait, so one AM, is that the extended curfew or is that even past? Are we We are now past the extended curfew. Okay. Past the extended curfew. Yep. Counselors are obviously asleep and don't care where Just we don't, are. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so we're sitting on a picnic bench. I have a two liter of Mountain Dew <laughs> in my right hand, and I have her hand in my left hand. So you're saying basically you peaked in this moment? Yeah. Okay. This was this was my big moment. Okay. Right here. Gotcha. Yeah. Just jugging down my two liter of Mountain Dew. Yeah. And you know we're coming to the end of the night. It's time to say good night. You know. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like. Hey girl, let me walk you over to your cabin. Is that how you said it? Yeah. Good. good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'm walking her over to her cabin, and uh, we get there, and you know she turns around, and you know the normal things like, "Hey, 
had a really nice night just hanging out <laughs> with you. Uh, this was really sweet. Uh, so, I, and, and then I'm like, you know, so I'll see you tomorrow. And then she just kind of like looks at me confused like for a second, you know, because obviously yeah, this yeah. is where I'm supposed to kiss her. Right. 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 Um, so she just kind of looks at me for a second and I just look right back at her like, I don't know what's going on, you know, because I'm a young, naive child. Right. Um, how, how old were you? Like 14? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would have been 14 or 15 at the time. Um, and then she grabs my shoulders. She pulls me in. And she, Wait, you got this far? And yeah. Did the kiss didn't happen? Yeah, so she grabs my shoulder, she pulls me in, and then she boops her nose on my nose. And then she, like, twists around and goes inside. I so a, I got a nose boop. The listeners can't see this, but I have, a, like, a full O <laughs> on my mouth there because I can't believe what I just heard. I got a nose boop. At what point did you realize I messed up? After the nose boop. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Right after the nose boop. I actually considered, I considered, like, knocking on the door, but we were past curfew, and I was a rule guy. <laughs> it was my most rebellious streak. I really wish I would have known 14-year-old Gabriel, and then that Gabriel would know 14-year-old Andrew. Yeah. He's a total nerd, dude. Same. Hey, yeah. same. So. Yeah. All good there. I'm loser. Couldn't even kiss her. Couldn't even kiss the girl. We should do first kiss stories then. We're gonna every uh, every episode. We're gonna have a special segment. It's it's uh, the last one was worst first date. Oh yeah. This one is. Well, my first kiss first was actually kiss really romantic. Ah. Yeah, I had a, I had a beautiful first kiss. How, when was it? Uh, I was like eighteen. Oh, nice. Nineteen, maybe. It was in the woods on a little man-made bridge with our feet dangling in the water. So it was like a movie kiss. Yeah. It was kind of embarrassing, though, because, like, yeah. I was really nervous, and, like, I knew I wanted to kiss her. And I I didn't want to, like... I, like, wanted to be, like, really respectful and stuff. Sure, sure. Um, so I couldn't just go in for it, right? So at some point, like, I just... I couldn't take it anymore, and mm-hmm. I'm like... Hey, I want to kiss you. That's a power move, though. <laughs> it's almost like asking for permission. Yeah. It's like, yeah. hey. It's I mean, okay. it's, yeah. But she said yes. Yeah. Good. No, no, no. She was actually like, <laughs> she, she's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, did, wait, she actually said that? Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Because I'm like over here like sweating, you That's know. A power move you know, we're part. like sitting real close, holding hands wow. on the bridge. And I'm like, hey, you probably don't. You know, you don't know this yet, but I kind of want to, like, kiss you a little bit right now. She's, She's like, like, I've been waiting for uh, yeah. 35 Can minutes you for you to kiss me. With it, man? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you did. It was I good. did, yeah. Good. Yeah, it was good. Uh, mine's not nearly as romantic as that. Okay, I can't wait. Eighth grade was a... Uh, I was a band nerd. Played the saxophone. But not, like... You know that smooth saxophone guy that plays the, the sexy sax man or whatever it's called? Sure. If you guys don't know that, look it up on YouTube. It's incredible. I wasn't like that. I'm just a garbage saxophone player. <laughs> but that's okay. But anyways, all this to say, this girl was in, in band with us. 
and we were really good friends. Like, text all the time, but it was never, like, romantic. But then we always, I was like, hey, I've never kissed anyone before. We should just, we should kiss. You know, this is middle school, Kevin. <laughs> Let's just get it over with. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's just do it. Yeah. Let's just do it. You want to, I want to. This is just yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just go. So after a while, and she 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 was like, oh yeah, that'd be that'd be fine. Let's do it. <laughs> but it's like finding a time to do that as a middle schooler. Oh, like you that made was an like, appointment. No, no, it wasn't like that. You're it like was, we're gonna kiss. No, it was at more some like point. you know, like no, like we didn't really want other people to to know we had we, we were gonna kiss. Okay, okay, okay. Because we weren't like dating or anything. It was right, just like right. Just yeah. a casual... Just a casual kiss. Just a casual kiss. Yeah. <laughs> so after band one time... This is after band practice. I kid you not. There's like the instrument room. Yeah. Where everyone like puts their instrument after they're done. Uh-huh. And we're like in there alone. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, we could kiss right now. Mm. <laughs> and she's like, oh, okay, sure. <laughs> and then we kissed. <laughs> it's so transactional. And I was like, hell yeah, let's go, bro, let's go. Or not transactional, but like lacking. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like we should, we should. You know, next time we get the chance, let's just kiss. It, it was a weird one, yeah. <laughs> but it, it dude, that's good. great. She, she was, she was awesome. She's that's still awesome. awesome. Yeah. I had a, I had a really weird thing about kissing for yeah. until I had my first kiss. Well, that was before I even. I don't know. I wasn't. Now that this matters necessarily but i wasn't a christian at that point so i didn't really care yeah, what i sure. did or didn't do sure. it was like whatever yeah but yeah go ahead well i'm just like a hopeless like everything and i, I was worse as a kid I, like everything i did everything i did had to have significant meaning mm. so i wasn't i wasn't gonna have a first kiss that didn't have any meaning to it gotcha which is why every detail had to be perfect which is why I set this on a bridge with my toes yeah, dangling yeah. in the creek, deep in the woods, <laughs> with a warm breeze brushing across our face. Gonna have to put an uh, explicit tag on this one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get that. Nowadays, I agree. Yeah. Love that kind of stuff. Right. For those of you who know what the Enneagram is, slash follow it, whatever. Mm. Gabriel and I are both Enneagram 4s. Feel a lot of things. Guys, I'm telling you, the vibes that we create for Wine Nights is, is partly because we're 4s. Mm. We just love that kind of Indeed. stuff. Maybe we do a special on the Enneagram sometime. We should. Share some of my Enneagram knowledge. I'll share the way I see the Enneagram used to for bad Ooh, reasons. Yeah, that'll be good. I'll go over the technical stuff and you'll be like these you'll people, be like the these people are idiots. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Let me tell you about all these losers. <laughs> Let me tell you why I hate every Enneagram number. <laughs> Bro, I was reading this article the other day. Oh yeah? And so yeah, we talked very briefly about stocks the other week. Oh yeah. So I like go on the stocks app, the the Apple like uh, base stocks app, whatever it's called. I think it's just called stocks, and they have like the news articles, which sometimes don't even have anything to do with stocks. Like this one, this was called "These Ten States Are America's Best Places to Live in 2021." Mm-hmm. It's an article by 
Scott Cohn, C-O-H-N, Cohn, hmm. whatever, from uh, CNBC. And just to be clear here, like I said earlier, I've got I have nothing with politics, anything like that. I have no idea if CNBC is right or left <laughs> or whatever. I'd have no idea. But I said, this article was on the Apple stocks. I was like, oh, this is interesting. I want to take a look at it. Maybe Michigan's on there, maybe not. Whatever. That's an interesting thought, like political bias and In an how that affects like what the best states are. Yeah, I, I don't know. If, maybe we'll see that. But yeah. I had a few observations I wanted to point out. Um, so this is, yeah, let's see. It says... So then, it, like, he he says right before he goes into the list... These 10 states are America's most welcoming in 2021. Hmm. I don't, again, and he kind of describes each one, don't get me wrong, but okay, okay, okay. welcoming, it's a little subjective, but I thought it was hilarious. I don't know if you're on this article right yeah, now. Yeah, I brought it up. Okay. Brought it up. We were talking about New Jersey last week. We, we were talking about New Jersey last week and how my, my mom said that the best thing about New Jersey was the view of New York that you had from that state, and just joking about how like the best thing about a state was that you, you can, can see, see another, another state. state. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that came in at number ten. Yeah. And so immediately yep. I'm like, oh, this is going to be quite the list. Yeah. So what does he say? He says uh, strengths, inclusiveness. Let's see. That must be. I don't know what he means by that. Maybe LGBTQ stuff. I have no idea. I, I don't even know if he yeah, says it here. Yeah, most likely. Um. Yeah, I don't see where he says it, but anyways. Voting rights, crime rate, and COVID vaccines. Huh. And then weaknesses, air quality, public health spending. Again, I don't know the politics behind any of this, but that's it's what he said. Is it? Okay. Um, and then the life, health, and inclusion score. 249 out of three. I have no idea what this means. 249 out of 375. Maybe some of you will. Who knows? But then... This was the best. The only reason I stayed on this article was because it was New Jersey. And I'm like, oh, I got to see what the other states are. Right, right. And then number nine is Dude, this guy's, this guy's on acid. Guys, okay, we, we don't mean to hate on states, first of all. I feel like the last episode we were kind of hating on New Jersey, kind of hating on, on Kansas a little bit with uh, the beach stuff. But, like, come on. Nebraska, you guys have to know. You have to be aware. I need you to be self-aware that your state sucks just a little bit. It's there's not much to it. There's just yeah, there's it's flat land. Right. And I've been I've been to Omaha, I've been to Lincoln. There's just, you know, and those are like the two major cities. There's or, nothing right? there. Like those are yeah. yeah. You have a cool record shop somewhere. I'll give you that. Oh, nice. Yeah. But like you could probably find a cool record shop in exactly eighty percent of ninety yeah. percent of cities in yeah. America. Yeah. So I that was I don't know, I was like, oh okay. Come on. What does he say here? Um the Cornhusker State had some difficult periods during the worst of the pandemic, most notably November when hospital resources were briefly pushed beyond their limits. Uh, unlike many states, skipping down a little bit, Nebraska avoided a post holiday COVID wave. So is this? It seems like this article is focused on COVID stuff a lot. Yeah, it seems to be. But like, I'd rather live in—I don't know—I don't want to live in Nebraska. That's weird. It's so weird that it's um, like the top ten states to live 
right and it's fucking sing so much then, on covid like this then, is our new life now and then he says the most welcoming states and yeah. then and then the the negative of the nebraska is inclusiveness it's like how is that welcoming all over the place right dude this guy works for the government he's just trying <laughs> to get people to move out of the great great states and <laughs> to go to the sucky states so yeah we have he's like no nebraska's great guys we're starting you're off... gonna love it <laughs> try, try it just do it so yeah 10 new jersey nine nebraska eight massachusetts that's fine sure sure i've been to Mass- it's it's kind of it's really pretty there there's a ton of lakes and everything yeah i haven't been but i've heard um, all the good things and again but he's focusing more on i don't know I, i'll say political stuff mm-hmm. it says the base state i didn't know it was the base state that no, doesn't matter whatever prides itself on robust anti-discrimination protections air quality is perennial perennial issue it actually surprised me that air quality is an issue there. I, I figured it'd be more. Yeah, that's actually really strange. Clean, but sure. Um. Yeah, what strengths? Health, COVID vaccinations, and voting. Yeah, so it, it really is a lot of. Yeah. Um. Very modern, topical reasons to right, move to a state. Right. Seven Washington. Having been to Washington, yeah. Washington's gorgeous. Love Washington. Gorgeous state. It's gorgeous. I love but... how we... I think our filter is a lot of the nature and, like, what's there. That yeah, there. that's fair. And I don't that's think that's fair. his purpose, but that's... I agree. Washington's beautiful. You've got I, a good I, point. I, I enjoy Seattle. Great yeah. city. A lot to do. Um, bad air quality. Again, surprises me. Maybe, again, in cities it's better, but... Yeah, that doesn't make any uh, I don't sense know. to me. I'm sure he's got a source for that. Whatever. It's a very... It's rainy there. I'm sure that doesn't help. Oh, sure. But... Yeah. Five... Uh, yeah, because that was seven... Oh, five, tie for fifth. So, like, oh, six, okay. five, whatever. Maine. I love Maine. It's gorgeous. Again, it's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> if we're going off beauty, yeah, for right, sure. Right. Maine is up there. I don't want to live up there. Oh, no state has a lower crime rate, it says. That's pretty cool. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, what are you going to do in Maine? Right. <laughs> what what so crime is there to had? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I like that one. That's great. And then... <laughs> and then Iowa. Come on. <laughs> Iowa? You know, you know what's funny? I, I was in theater in high school, and I did a play, and you know what the play was called? What Le- was it called? Leaving Iowa. Yeah, dude. <laughs> As you should. Everybody just give up on it. The same for basically the same reason as Nebraska, right? Yeah, like there's just not much there. Iowa is literally just another Nebraska. You guys should merge. What does it say? Healthy state, low instances, low instances. Excuse me, of chronic disease and a good quality of care. So again, they're, they're really going for the the care, health care stuff like that. Right. Um, healthy place, weaknesses, voting rights. I don't, I don't know exactly what that means. Uh, maybe they have. I, I have no, I'm I not going to no get idea. into that at all. No idea. Right. That's fine. Um, Iowa, though, come on. I don't know. Uh, Registering on wait, number four, four, we have uh, Minnesota. Minnesota. I don't know. Oh, you know what? I confused about. Massachusetts and Minnesota. Oh, did you? You like Minnesota, but not Massachusetts. No, Massachusetts is great too. I I, I enjoy Boston. Sure. I enjoy yeah. I don't wow, know much about Minnesota. Uh, I don't either, other than I know there's a lot of lakes. Like I was saying for Massachusetts, but I meant Minnesota. Um, I've heard they have the nation's lowest premature death rate. 
<laughs> yeah, you, you you heard that somewhere? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I read it in an article or something. Oh, cool, cool. Um, this one I hate. I don't know. North Dakota. Yeah, what's going on there? Nothing? Yeah, that's a good question. Is North Dakota the one with the Washington Monument? I'm not even sure. I don't even know. Why not North even, Carolina? Even, even if it is, it's like, like... North Carolina should be in this space right here. Again, maybe if I read this article more closely, I'd be like, oh, like this is exactly what he, the parameters he's going on. It's more sure. social than... Yeah. Yeah. Two. Two I like. Hawaii. The alo- Oh, it ties with North Dakota for the cleanest air. So that's probably why he rated it so That makes high. sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But in terms of like, low rates of disease, high rates of mental health, like in a good okay, way. Okay, yeah, in a good yeah. way. So again, he's going very social factor, um, not, social health things right, like that. Right. Um. So yeah, he, for all of them, he includes this 2021 Life, Health, and Inclusion score. So I kind of want to look up Michigan, just kind of see where we're at. Yeah, right. Where do you want to do that? Can you do that real quick? Yeah, I'll do that. And then number one. Vermont, which I've heard great things about Vermont. It's the Green Mountain State. Saw an influx of new residents during the pandemic. Interesting. Got an A plus life, health, and inclusion score. Yeah, I've heard good things about Vermont. Um, I think I've been there once. Seemed good. Probably on my way up to Maine. But so yeah, I just want to bring up that. I thought it was hilarious. Gabriel and I have talked a lot about some of the, again, New Jersey last week. I don't know. I kind of clumped Kansas, Nebraska, and Iowa into the same kind of situation. Um, and then what was the other one? Oh, North Dakota, mm. where you just don't really hear. You know, there's not a ton there. Uh, so I'm looking at yeah, I'm looking at some of Michigan's rankings, and it it doesn't look too good for us. Oh no. Um. So we're uh we rank thirty fifth in healthcare. Wow. In education, we rank thirty eight. Wow. Our economy ranks twenty ninth. Hey, we're getting a little bit better with that. <laughs> Infrastructure, thirty five. Um, opportunity, number five. What does do you know, does it say? What that means? I imagine it's like social, racial, oh, okay, uh, gender. Gotcha. I assume. Is there a uh, nature section? <laughs> yeah. Oh, is there really? It says natural environment. Oh yeah, yeah. What do we got? Thirty second. Oh. <laughs> I wonder why that is. Because I feel like we have some pretty, some pretty great nature in. Yeah, I'm surprised we rank so low on so many of these. Yeah, again, I, I'd, I'd be curious to dive into those a little bit more and see yeah. see why. And I mean, to be fair, we live on the west side. Yeah, We don't true. live in Detroit, where most of these statistics are coming from. Yeah, that, that's a good point. We're very biased in where we live and everything. Yeah. yeah. the midwest, western Michigan portion. <laughs> <laughs> we, just, we just want to... Uh, we just want to know what the specific place that we're living in is. <laughs> what if we just divide our state? Can we become West Michigan? I feel like uh, 
I feel like the UP would be fine. Yeah. Separating from us. Oh, yeah. Dude, isn't, isn't that like a conversation? Have you ever heard about how Wisconsin is a total bitch? In, in what way? Hey, I, I'm my dad's from Wisconsin, so I kind of have like the the ties there. Yeah, yeah. Well, you should talk to your dad about this one because okay. you know if you look at the geography, right? Like the UP is like very much connected, landlocked to Wisconsin. Yeah, and it actually is not connected whatsoever to Michigan. To Michigan. So you're saying it should be part of Wisconsin? Yeah, Wisconsin should have claimed that, but they didn't. Oh, gotcha. It is interesting because, like, I'm a Packers fan, yeah. which we're going to lose some listeners off of that. Yeah, That's Packers fine. Suck. Yeah. So, yeah, you see, I'm, I'm with of, you yeah. guys. I'm with you guys. Gabriel's a uh, Lions fan. I'm a Packers fan. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> like, a lot of the UP supports the Packers. Interesting. At least from what I've heard. So, yeah. <laughs> Maybe Wisconsin should have just grabbed that up. Right. I wonder what. So that's that's interesting to note too. When was the? Because there was the war of what was it Toledo to where they fought for that fought for quote unquote that little strip of land in Ohio, mm-hmm. and then they won and we got the Upper Peninsula, but it turned out to be a great thing because of the copper and all the resources. Whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. But I wonder what Wisconsin were they even a state then? I have no idea. It's kind of just a meme. Yeah, yeah. It, it would make so much more sense that. That would just be part of, yeah, you know. Wisconsin. Oh, for sure, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I read that list again based on his what it seems like were his parameters. I think it was all or most of it based on that like life, how, whatever it was score. Yeah, like he's assuming you're gonna go live in like the big yeah, cities. Yeah, yeah. So it's like that's fine. But yeah. I just saw that and I, I oh, it's so funny. Right, right. Some of the states that we were talking about, top ten. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I wouldn't live in I any mean, of those states. I would live in Maine. I wouldn't. It's too It's too far up there. Let's see. What else? I would live in Hawaii for a short period of time, but I don't think I could live there long term. I'd vacation there. Yeah. I'd live there for like a year. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. I think I'd maybe live in Vermont. Maybe Vermont. And I think that's probably about it. Oh, Washington. I would live in Washington. Sure. Yeah. Washington would be a nice place Yeah, to yeah. I'd be into that. Yeah. I love articles like this, though. I feel like they get released so often. Like, top 10 XYZ. Yeah, every state's been in the top 10. Yeah. I would even wager that every state's been number one on a top 10 list. It'd be curious to find in the last year or two years Mm -hmm. all the different, like, top whatever lists for states. Right. And just see how they... And compile, like, how they rank up. Right. That'd be really interesting to me. Yeah. And it, it depends on your angle, too. Yeah, true. Like, based on what I found about Michigan, like, if they were to make a article about the top ten states with the most opportunity, whatever that means, Michigan would be number five. Michigan would be number five. Hear that, people? Michigan's number five in opportunity. <laughs> Which, again, we don't know exactly what that means. But we're fully on board. We love Yeah. It. We love that we're number five. Yeah. We, like, barely didn't get a medal for for opportunity. That's how good we were. Quite. Yeah. Quite. Have you been listening to that podcast on the rise and fall of Mars Hill? Oh, yeah. Have you, have you heard of the... Dude, I saw the it on Spotify. 
but I haven't listened to it yet, but I thought it was really interesting. Yeah, so I don't I don't know if it's um I don't know if it's about the Mars Hill here in Grand Rapids. Um it's not well, it's not about the Mars Hill in Grand Rapids. It's actually about a Mars Hill that was founded in nineteen sixty sorry, nineteen ninety six. Okay. Close. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It was founded in 1996, and I think it was somewhere out west, probably like L.A. or something like that. Okay. Um, was it was it like a mega church or? It became one. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's like the whole story of it is that uh, this church started and eventually became a mega church, and it like started planting other locations. And uh, the, I'm a couple episodes in, and I'm pretty sure that the one here in Grand Rapids is probably one of its plants oh okay um, but this podcast this podcast is actually about the original uh like rise and eventual fall of the first mars hill gotcha uh so it, it follows the pastor there it talks about like what's his name mark mark driscoll is that who it i was? believe so okay. yeah it's definitely mark so he they kind of go over they did do kind of do different themes with it. They're essentially their entire like goal with this podcast is to call out patterns that tend to emerge within mega churches mm. and like churches in general. Like, like it's, it's a non-denominational like criticism of a non-denominational church network, which is really interesting. Okay, gotcha. like they're, they're criticizing issues within their own system. Uh, which I, I think is actually really healthy. So, I don't know. Like one of the one of the big quotes that came out of it was um, out of the podcast. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like they were they were commenting on this this pastor Mark Driscoll and he they they keep posing this question like why why do we keep appointing leaders whose charisma outweighs their character mm. and. Yeah, it's interesting. Is that why, the, like, completely ignorant on it? I haven't listened to any of it yet, right. nor do I know the history. Is it is that one of the reasons why they, using their terms, like, fell? Yes. Okay. Yep, so, so basically, um, the church was thriving with his leadership. Okay. Um, but it kind of came out that his his leadership was pretty belligerent and unloving and mm. like basically it was fine for a while but he got he seemed to get pretty power hungry is what gotcha. it seemed he got cocky they said he he started to get like more and more distant from the elders like he got his own office space and had like office hours where he wasn't allowed to be approached unless oh it interesting was important um so eventually he he was reviewed by a council within the church and um you know he ended up like stepping down but it was pretty obvious that it was a forced thing gotcha. like they allowed him to step down instead of just firing him mm -hmm. <laughs> um so it's interesting and then it kind of i don't know if it like totally fell through or if it just kind of isn't what it used to be now but that's it's interesting. interesting. Listen, it's a yeah. it's a big critique on Christian culture, and it calls out some things that I think need to be called out. Yeah, I mean, even here in West Michigan, we see a lot of 
I don't know, for lack of better words, hypocrisy in yeah. the church. Yeah, not getting too much into that, but it's just, yeah, there are issues for sure that need mm-hmm. to be called out. Yeah, it keeps coming up on my Spotify recommendations, you know, like, oh, you should listen to this, mm-hmm. and it's, it's that podcast. So I was, when you put it on the talking mm-hmm. notes, I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's well done, awesome. too. Like, okay. you listen to the intro, and it's, like, King's Kaleidoscope. Oh, like, really? Okay. Yeah, and they, like, dub into, like, the intro of, like, one of the King's Kaleidoscope songs with, like, all these, like, scenes. It's, like, very, like, investigative journalism. Like, it's, like, a serial podcast, but... Like, oh, yeah, yeah. And it's, um... It's by Christianity Today, yeah. which is generally pretty, I'll say, unbiased. Like, they, yeah. they look at both sides. Maybe yeah. they take a little bit of a side, but it's mostly looking at both sides, which is it's nice. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I, I'll have to take a listen to it. Yeah. Yeah, it's worth a listen. But it's so interesting, stuff like that, because you hear about that stuff. Maybe not to that extent, mm-hmm. but similar scenarios like that happen. Yeah. In a lot of places. Right. And it's sad. It's sad to hear. Yeah. And I, I appreciate this podcast because I feel like that's kind of what they're, they're trying to like call that pattern out and mm. they're trying to, they're trying to essentially challenge like the church as a whole to, to value character in their leaders and to basically just be aware of mm. how they're running their church. They talk too about how like, how much churches are marketed and it was just so weird to like listen to them unpack like the behind the scenes stuff of like how they decided to do a lot of the things they did and i don't think that is wrong in itself but it seems like in their case it became yeah much more about growth than anything else like they just wanted to be big because you know if you're big the bigger you are the more money you get exactly yeah which is sad right i mean i feel like we could talk about this for a whole podcast but it's interesting because like there are so many you see it so often like in these big churches like the past it just goes to their head and it's like or at least that so that was my original assessment is i'm like like these people get bigger than they expected and like it goes to their head and they become someone different but like this like the rise and fall of mars hill's perspective the podcast their perspective is but christianity today yeah yeah their their whole perspective is no like these people are in these positions because we have a higher value of charisma than character oh yeah these people are just have just just have faulty character and we're attracted to people who like sound good when they speak who mm. are challenging like we we just care about and i'm guilty of that too like oh for sure you like want it's huge for me when it comes to like church shopping like i'm like oh yeah i like the way this guy talks he's for lack of better words entertaining like, right keeps you right. in and everything exactly. like that yeah yeah and and look at all the big the big names like louis giglio andy stanley like, all those big names, like, they're just good talkers. I don't yeah. know anything about, like, their actual character. Mm. Which, nothing against Not Nothing them. against them. Yeah, they could be yeah. great. They could be awesome. Yeah, yeah. But, like, yeah. but what I know about them is that they can... Is their charisma. They're really good at talking, public speaking, things right. like that. That's yeah. what I yeah. notice. For sure. 
again, we're not talking against any of these pastors, pastors right, necessarily. Right. It's more the culture of performance that I think a lot of Western Christianity desires. Yeah, it's consumerism. Yeah, that's like a good we're, way to put we're looking it. to consume a product, not to be led. Yeah. Yeah. Now you've had experiences with an Anglican church these last couple months. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like the Anglican church again, the specific one you went to? Mm-hmm. This isn't speaking for maybe all Anglican churches, but functioned that way too, or did you feel like it was more? I don't know, biblically Christ-centered focus, that type of thing. Well, that's that's what I love about a traditional church, about yeah. like focusing on a liturgy, is that there is absolutely no space for like the charisma or... Oh, like and you the, went to the, the Catholic Mass a few weeks yeah, ago, too. Yeah, I've been to Catholic Mass, too. Like, it's not... So all of the traditional, like... Like, all of the attention is purposely taken off of the the priests like literally like with a with a liturgical service it's all it's all designed to to worship the lord and engage in scripture like did you feel that way with both the anglican and the the catholic um services you went to yeah yeah i think the i think the catholic church kind of nailed the experience more but hmm just because it was just this gorgeous, massive, yeah, yeah, building cathedral, and, basically, yeah, yeah, and like they, they just have so much reverence. It's it's really incredible, to which like is see. beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. And to like, I don't know, like everybody there is so engaged in what's happening. Mm. I don't know. I think I think and there's in, so, there's something to that. Yeah. Rather than seeing a performance, right. And and I too like there are there are issues with that too. Like I can sure. recognize that. Like it's it is very easy in that liturgical setting, I imagine, if I grew up in it especially, it would be incredibly easy to just like go go along yeah. with what's happening and not really actually engage with it mm-hmm. um so you can you can go wrong with that too but i think the difference is that's like that's a personal choice and a personal uh priority well when it and then when it comes to when it comes to like what would what, you call it like other churches outside of the liturgical setting I'll just say, like, evangelical churches, for lack of better words. Sure, yeah, evangelical Protestant. Yeah, yeah. Like, when it comes to evangelical Protestant sort of churches, it's... You're more at the mercy of its leadership. Because there's not... There's not hundreds of years of tradition that safeguards the priorities of the church which again still can be really good yeah but it can be dangerous too right right yeah because to an extent that that targeting and that like adapting 
to culture today and like mm-hmm. culture groups and specific people in specific situations that can be really fruitful yeah like contextual ministry yeah exactly man this might just uh this might be our pattern we once we get boozed up enough we boozed up we stop making jokes and we just talk about like theology yeah (laughs) gabriel and i both enjoy conversations about theology church things like that Mm -hmm. dude if i had a glass of bourbon right now i'd start reading through revelations that's what our patron picking that that's what our patreon's gonna be (laughs) is is the bourbon times (laughs) Yes. And we yep. just talk about theology. That actually, that'd be interesting. We could do that once every couple, or maybe twice a month or so. Yeah, every once in a long while. That'd yeah. be so exhausting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, thanks for listening. <laughs> we'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it for this week's episode of the We Are Such a Blessing podcast. My name is Andrew. And I'm Gabriel. And if you want to continue your blessing into the week, just go ahead and give us a follow on our Instagram and our Twitter accounts where you can see updates and wonderful content throughout the week. We'll see you next week.